0: Welcome to the Play Piano by Ear podcast. It is a good day because God is good. I'm so excited about this episode today. This one is called All the Weird Chords. All the Weird Chords. And really, um, I'm just gonna go through a variety of chords that you will see on a chord charts so if you're playing if you're playing chords on a worship team and you see a whole bunch of different chords. I'm gonna gonna talk about all these weird chords. There was there was an episode I did earlier called "Demystifying Worship Team Chord Charts," and in that episode, I talked about what you do what you do with a chord chart and how the right hand is gonna play the chord and the left hand is gonna play an octave and how, generally speaking, each chord is gonna get about four beats. You're going to count to four as you play each chord. And then uh, I I just went through kind of a lot of things that classical pianists don't expect when they transfer over to playing chord charts. And in that episode, I said that in another episode, I was going to talk about all all the weird chords that you're going to see on a... Charts. I'm super excited to get into all of those. I want to give a little, (laughs) a little story. I'm going to tell you a little story today, because on my last episode, the one right before this, I had a little something unexpected happen. That one was pretty fun. It was a pretty fun episode, but I accidentally recorded it sort of the wrong way, and that's why the audio kind of turned out muffled. I. I record these podcasts in my car, usually, but for that one, I had forgotten to turn off the Bluetooth in my my car, um, was connected to my phone, and so it actually recorded the podcast via my my car recorder, however that works. So I turned off the Bluetooth today, woo, we should be good to go. But you know one thing, this is just kind of an encouraging thing for life, that perfection shouldn't hold you back just from going after and doing something. You know, there's the concept of failing forward and just trying something, just doing it. Don't let the, don't let the, um, perfection keep you from getting started. So great thing is once you get started and this, Oh, this even applies to playing piano. Once, once you get started, you can improve Mm -hmm. from there and it's an awesome thing. So here we go on a, new episode today. Now, all of the weird chords, just to premise this, there are 12 major chords on the piano. And those 12 major chords are uh, seven chords that begin on a white key. And they would be A, B, C, D, E, F, and G. And then there are five major chords that begin on a black key. And they would be the group of two and the group of three. So we have C sharp, D sharp, F sharp, G sharp, A sharp, and that's if you're calling them by the sharp names, or you could call them by the flat names, D flat, E flat, G flat, A flat, B flat. I think I said that right. <laughs> so we have, we have 12 major chords. Every black, Every black key has two names, as a little side note, and so every chord that begins on a black key also has two names. The reason that black keys have two names, this is a rabbit trail, we'll get back to the chords, but the reason that black keys have two names is because black keys don't really have a name in and of themselves they're just called according to the white keys around them so you could call a black key you could say this black key is to the right of the white key C or you could say this same black key is to the left of the white key D and instead of saying the words right and left we use the words sharp and flat so sharp would refer to going to the right or going to the keys that are higher in pitch and then left would refer to um, flats, so a flat going to the keys that are lower in pitch. So the same black key could either be C sharp or D flat. So black keys are called according to the white keys around them. So therefore, chords that begin on a black key also have two names, just so you don't get mixed up there. In my in my PDF that has a list of all these chords, it also has both of the names of the chords on I think all of those. Oh, I better go double check that. So a lot of the weird chords you're gonna see, one one chord is just a, a regular major chord. Maybe it's the D chord or the C chord or the G chord. And then there's just a number two beside it. So it's like D two or C two or G two or whatever it is, A two. And all that means is you're gonna take your major chord. So we have a C chord, C, E, and G. And instead of playing E in the middle, so if you were using your right hand, your thumb or finger number one, your thumb is finger number one, would be on C. And then finger number, um, well, and then each finger is on a white key. So finger number three ends up on E, finger number five ends up on G. Instead of playing finger number three in the middle of your chord, you're just going to not play finger number three. And instead, you're going to play finger number two, whatever that finger whatever note that finger is on. So for our C chord, finger number two is on the note D. So the notes you're gonna be pressing for that chord are C, D, and G. That is the two chord. So like A2, instead of playing your major chord A, which is A, C sharp, and E, finger two falls on B. So now we have A, B, and E. So that's the two chord. Another chord you're gonna see is this chord that says S-U-S sus right after it and it's short for um sustained i always want to call it suspended or like suspenders for some reason i'm like it's the d suspended chord but it's actually sustained it's the sustained chord so if we see this chord it's kind of like the opposite of the two chord um but instead of instead of playing finger number two it's playing finger number uh, four so for your right hand for your right hand, we have, uh, for example, the D chord, D, F sharp, A. Finger three is on that F sharp, so we're not going to play that. And then the sus just means that we're going to play finger four instead. I don't know why they don't just call it D four. That has always perplexed me. So just D, G, and A, that would be the notes for the D four. Uh, the C four chord, for example, would be C, F, and G. And it kind of makes a nice... a nice. Um, pulling sound that wants to resolve back to just the regular major chord. If you try this on the piano, the C sus chord wants to resolve back to the regular C major chord. So so far we have the the two chord, we have the sus chord, and then we have the uh <laughs> then we have another chord and this would be <clears throat> the 7 chord. So like A7 or G7 or F7, something like that. And great thing about this chord is you're just going to start from your beginning note. So if I'm playing the C, or actually let's do it with the, if I'm playing the G chord, for example, you're going to start at G and that's note number one. And you're going to count seven white keys up from that note. So g a, B, C, D, E, F. Oh, there it is. So now F is note number 7. So now you're going to add that note to your regular G chord. So it's like G chord plus the 7th note. Now for this chord, you're going to press 4 notes at once. 4 notes at once. Uh, that is the 7th chord. And there's a little bit of... There's a little more theory in playing these the 7th chord as far as how many... Uh, How shall I say this? You want to make sure that it's the seventh note of the scale instead of just the seventh white key, but for certain chords it just works to count the white keys up like for the G chord it works, but if you're playing the E-flat major chord, which usually never happens in chord charts because poor guitarists do not want to play in the key of E-flat. I don't know why people don't want to play in the key of E-flat, actually, because you could just put a capo on your guitar. Huh. That is a good question. Oh, I suppose suppose other instruments would have to think about odd keys, like the bass guitar would have to play in the key of E-flat, too. But anyway, if you're finding your seven chord in the key of E flat, then you're going to have to count up the E flat major scale to seven notes. And then the seventh note there is going to be D flat added to your, to your chord. But that can be diving more into an episode about scales and how those work as well. Another chord that you're going to find is something like an F sharp minor. So the great thing about these chords, F sharp minor, C sharp minor, um, anything like this is well actually first let's just think about one step at a time so first you just find the F chord okay and that's F A C now it says F sharp so now I just take that whole chord and make it sharp so F sharp A sharp and C sharp that is your chord now and then it says to make it minor so to make any chord minor you're gonna take your middle note and lower it a half step so just bring it to the left one key whether it's a white key or a black key that you land on. So we have F sharp, now that A sharp we're gonna bring down to the A, so that's our half step down, that just turned it into a minor chord, and then C sharp, F sharp, A, C sharp. This chord would be just super valuable to practice, just practice, practice this chord by itself, it is, Really, really valuable to know this chord because it's used a lot in so many different songs. It's used in songs that are in the key of D. It's used in songs that are in the key of A. And these keys are just wonderful to play in. They're they're nice for the singer's voice. They're just they're they're nice for the guitar. These chords are so great. Uh, and and the F sharp minor is gonna become like second nature because it's used so much, F sharp minor chord. Oh, and then and then we get into some fun stuff, F sharp minor seven. So in that case, you just take your F sharp minor chord, count seven notes up, and add that to your chord. And you could count seven notes up from, up from F, and that would be E. So we add E to our F sharp minor chord. So that's a few chords that you will find. Oh, sometimes you'll just find uh, simply minor chords, like B minor or G minor or A minor, A minor. Oh, that's a really popular one, A minor. So for your minor chords, you're just gonna take your regular chord and like we said just a little bit ago, lower the third. So the third, oh, here's the, uh, the reason it's called the third. You might refer to me, talking about the third a lot, but if your right hand is playing your chord, if your right hand's playing your C chord, C, D, E, F, G, then finger three is going to be on E. And that is the, the note that we're lowering. So when I say the third, it just means the middle note of your chord, because that's uh, three notes from the start of your chord chord starts on C. That's note number one. D is note number two. E is note number three. And conveniently, uh, your hand, your finger number three plays note number three on the chord. It's just how it works out. So we lower the third or just the middle note of our chord to turn it into a minor chord. Hmm. That is kind of generally the chords that you will find on a chord chart. Hmm. Thinking through any other any other chords that that might be on the chord chart. Hmm. There are some different chords that are more popular in jazz music and these would be the diminished and the augmented chords or especially minor diminished chords or augmented chords. So for diminished and augmented, if you just have a regular chord, like your C chord, C, E, G, diminished means that you're going to take the fifth, note number five. So for our C chord, G is note number five, and then you would lower it a half step. So now you'd have C, E, and G flat. And this diminished chord, it sounds really weird. (laughs) It's just odd but it sounds great in jazz music. And then an augmented chord would be the opposite. So you take note number five, so C-E-G, G G is note number five, because C-D-E-F-G, one, two, three, four, five, and then we raise that note up a half step. So now for augmented, we have C-E-G sharp. This chord also sounds, Interesting. <laughs> you can try it on the piano. If I was if I was at a piano right now, I would just play these chords, and that would be really really fun to hear all these different chords. So that's kind of a rundown of a whole bunch of different chords that you might find on a chord chart, and a great way to get started. One final note on this is that for chords like the the D two or the the sus chord, make sure that um, well, at the beginning of the episode, I said to play finger number two. That works if you're playing the chord with your right hand. And usually you're just going to play the octave with your left hand. But if for some reason you want to play that chord with your left hand, like the the D2 chord or something, um, it's not going to work anymore to play finger number two for the D2 chord with left hand because note number two of your D chord would be E because we have D, E, one, two. But if your left hand's playing this chord, it's opposite because your fingers are like a mirror image. Thumbs, and your thumbs start in the middle and then it goes out from there. Thumbs, one, two, three, four, five. So really for a D, two chord, finger four of left hand is gonna be playing the E. So just make sure if you're finding these chords with your left hand that you make sure to count the notes like one, two, ah, oh, there's my note. Or one, two, three, four. There's it, there's the note for the, the sustained chord. Yeah, sustained, not suspended. <laughs> and 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 so forth. Uh because it's gonna be mirrored image or opposite for your finger numbers for left hand. Alright, uh there we have it. Uh, overview of all of the weird chords. The weird chords are super fun and they make music so interesting. So have fun taking these 12 major chords and adding all the alterations to them and making them sound interesting. Have a great day. It's a good day because God is good.